This is Just Chirpin' with Jay, Brent, Stefan, and Chris. Thank you to our sponsors, Parani's Hockey World, the play store for the hockey player, On Your Game Pro Shop, Skate Detailing, Tape, and Accessories, Skates Pro Shop, Skate Sticks, Pucks, and More, and True Edge Skate Sharpening and Detailing. We hope our listeners will go ahead and check out these sponsors and take advantage of their services. Let them know that Just Chirpin' sent you. What's up, boys? What's going on? Hello, everybody. Hey. Well, let's <laughs> kick off this what's what. Chris, as per usual, we start with you. You know, guys, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little upset. You uh, didn't notice that I had spent some time this week and cleaned my house outside. The gutters, I got out there, washed them all down, got the dirt off, uh, you know, cleaned the windows and stuff. I, I'm a little upset that, you know, you didn't see the details out there. You clean that a, You clean that window right there? It's raining. No, well, oh. I actually need to go through and clean <laughs> the windows, man. but I cleaned all the siding and stuff <laughs> and enough. the gutters. <laughs> well, I didn't notice. I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's not because I was looking for that. It's not a lack of you did a bad job. Well, of course I, I didn't do a bad I couldn't job. even tell you what color your siding is. Uh, there's no more dirt on the gutters. That's a great they trivia nice. question because now sitting here, I'm like, what color is what this? What color siding? is this? <laughs> <laughs> Not a clue. Well, they've been coming here for like two or three months, but All no summer. big deal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's my exciting. It's always sneaking in the back door, I guess. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, you Josh, do. You about your voice. So we actually get to you hear, hear a what's what from Stefan and not only hear with Stefan's what's what from you. I, this is awkward. Yeah, yeah. No, you guys. Well, you guys were buddy buddy this weekend and stuff. So yeah. him and I, Brent, yeah. Chris, Brent, and, Brent and Stephen, we a few yeah, pops. We did. Weekend. I don't even remember seeing you. Dude, that was a good time. Like. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember shit from last night. Remember? Oh, uh, dude, it was. I did have a lot of fun this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did as well. I hung out with Stefan's wife on Saturday. Fair enough. Whoa. <laughs> Fair enough. Right across Whoa. the bow. Relax. Did you right get any? The, uh, right on the brim. New like. She got a new outfit or something, you know. It's no, I don't. I don't even know. You guys go shopping? You no, we hung shopping? out at. Uh, oh, she had friends. cookies. Yeah, we went and got cookies downtown. Ah, yeah, what kind? From where? Uh, Insomnia. Yes, that's right. Really? Where's that? Ionia. I'm Ionia. always up for a good cookie. Kind of kitty corner cookie. Well, especially from a place handle. called Insomnia. I wonder what's in these cookies. <laughs> They're open late. I think it's the sativa. Oh. Fair enough. Ah, it's in yeah. the old uh, Mena's joint. I really? Yeah. Oh, I so love across it. the street ah, from. There's no more Mena's. Hey, not a sponsor yet. I love that place. Yeah, it's like what was it? Like famous Amos was like those. Still kind of... not a sponsor yet. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I had to think of anybody. Just oh, what is that? that? Your heyday back in the '80s, going to the mall as a kid. <laughs> easy, easy. Take it easy, Hoss. <laughs> easy. You had to wear your Sunday best. Fields. Yeah. Yeah, our parents used to just drop us off to have a good time. You still walked with your parents. <laughs> On a leash. <laughs> On a leash. Can't, yeah. <laughs> I can't leave them alone for a minute. <laughs> oh, the 80s. Yeah. Ah, your turn, Brent. It's mine. I, you, you know what I did? I spent a little bit of time with Stefan this weekend. Uh, yeah, I wasn't here last week, and uh, we did uh, hockey hold'em, and we got through it, and I will say it was an absolutely great weekend. And we're going to talk more about that we'll at the end of the show. Later, so but yeah, a lot, of, much now. a lot of good people, a lot of good, lot, a lot of good energy. I, I, I have to say, year seven was lucky seven, meaning it was just everything just kind of fell in place, man. The people and everything. What a great time, beauty. Yeah. Other than that, um, my Sunday, you'll find out, you know, later in the show. But uh, my Sunday, 
uh, ended with me sleeping well. <laughs> mm. It's always good to sleep well on Sunday. I bet, man. I, normally, I'm they used to being sh- sore dude, on Sunday. And it's not the skating. It's the sitting out in the parking lot this week. Yes. And see, people don't get that. It, it was hot. Oh, my gosh. I, we'll get into it. But I was yes, there. Yes. It was stupid hot. Stuffing. Yep. You're so, up. You guys know I was at Hockey Hold'em. Had a great time. Did a little golfing today with uh, with Jay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was hot. <laughs> It seems like it, we're in a, seriously. Ooh, this is uh, like mid-July weather here in late August. Well, that Michigan. heat index is just so high right that now. Humidity. It's been like this all summer too. It I mean, has been a relatively dry summer. Yeah. Yes, and hot. Yes, hot, dry. That's about all I can report. Oh, I take that back. Between um, my legs, swampy. <laughs> oh, for sure. Definitely <laughs> throw the powder on on the old satchel. Baby powder. Yeah. Uh, so the kids started school this week. Kason had his uh, first day oh, on yeah. Wednesday. Uh, we walked him into class, and then day two, mom and dad, you can't come in. Just wait, wait. let me jump out this? of the truck, and off I go. He called you out. Yep, he said, I, I got this. I got this. I got this. So we asked him after we picked him up today, how did it go? Did you have trouble finding your, your room? Because he's like all the way down to the end of the hall, to the right, all the way down, and he's like the opposite corner. Nice. So he goes, well, I got lost for a minute, but I made it okay. At the drinking fountain. That's where I always got lost. Oh, my gosh. All right. My my five-year-old is going on 15 all, right, right in front of my eyes. You know what, though? It's just that little bit of independence, though. Yeah, it's great. You got actually got to make you a yeah. proud dad. You, you know, oh, my gosh. You I, yeah. did it all on your own? You're darn right. Yes. You know? Yes, I am proud. I am proud. You, you got to be proud. You know, next thing you got to do is get him so he's not, like, peeing sitting down. He's doing pretty good with the, the standing and peeing. Well, he does what his dad does, so, I mean. Yeah, only in the morning, so. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I got to see him this weekend, too. Kason was out there. Yeah, he was uh, He was a party animal. Yeah. Um, I had to drag him out over my shoulder, kicking and screaming. You know what? I did not see that, but I don't doubt it. Those kids, mm. um, you, I will say this, you screwed up. Uh-oh. You know, as a parent, you screwed up. Billy opens the door on Friday and your boy's sitting there with a, with a roll of quarters in his hands. And I know, <laughs> I know where this kid's going. He's going right to those little machines, you know, little vending things or whatever. I'm like, this kid's going to be all hopped up. <laughs> Billy just looked at me. He's like, Stefan gave it to him. <laughs> yeah. yeah that, that dude, that dude ate through $25 pretty quick. Yeah, and about came, 10 minutes. Came back with one beaver stuffed animal. Yeah. I saw that too. I thought he was playing video games. He oh, was eating that candy machine in the middle of the. No, he was playing the he claw was doing game. Everything. <laughs> well, you yeah, name it. Yeah. He came back with a, a stuffed beaver. I mean, that's that's something I'd be proud to take home in college. I think, I think it was Winona's big <laughs> brown enough. beaver. She showed it off to all of her friends. Did he give it to uh, um, mom? Mom, yes. I, uh, He's keeping that one for Janelle. himself. Oh, really? No. Yep. Yep. Oh. I, I had to bring it out to the outlet mall with us on Tuesday. Yeah. He had to bring it into the outlet mall, which led to me carrying it. Right. So I'm walking around with a stuffed beaver at the outlet mall. <laughs> tough in guy. 90 degree heat. Real, <laughs> real tough guy over here. He did. He loved it, though. I mean, yeah. him and Gru and those kids ran around like crazy. Everett. They're playing on the ice. And they had a blast. Zach had to come yeah. out and tell me to corral the kids and put them in timeout, which I did. And believe it or not, Crew sat down for me. I put him in timeout and he listened. Like, what crew has gotten really good at listening. I, I was out with Alyssa today and uh, Harper was out there and 
uh, ever, I will say, ever since I negotiated my contract with Crew, where we we don't hate each other anymore, and I'm a Blues fan, a <laughs> Blue fan. There you go. Fan, you got to be know. a Blues fan now. Uh, you know what? Him and I is it's knuckles and a head nod. You make good choices, and it's yes, sir. And yeah. he, he's a good boy. They're got, all good. You kids. went from kids. from elbows and assholes to uh, oh, knuckles yeah. and head nods. That's Dude, good. That, that kid. The, the craziest thing that I will have to say is uh, last year, before the contract was written, I used to leave my uh, uh, snowmobile equipment up there to work on the rink. Mm -hmm. That kid opened every pocket on my snowmobile equipment. And this, the, I probably, it's like a Michael Jackson setup. I got like 50 pockets. And you know what? 48 of them were open. So I'm out there, I'm working on the rink and I'm like, oh damn, who I can't, I can't get warm. I don't know what the deal is. You know, just, he's got all the vents open. I'm freezing my nuts off. And it's I'm like, drafty out here. <laughs> I was like, oh, crew, well played. Dang Not kids. bad for five. Right, there you go. <laughs> all right, Jay, what do you got for us, brother? Oh man, so mm, wow! <laughs> I golfed with you today. Perfect. Sorry, I took that one out of your sale. Yep. No. Oh, the me and the wife. So that's a pretty cool thing. Uh, last weekend, Sunday, me and the wife got to she, after her surgery. She's finally been cleared to do stuff like golfing. Oh, so we went I, golfing. Sorry, for, my I was on something else. My bad. Weightlifting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a weightlifting. Few, there's a few other things we were allowed to do, but I'm sticking with the golf story right Crochet. now. I, you had me going down the wrong so hallway. We went golfing, and uh, the misses shot very well. You know, we really enjoyed it. We just started doing that together this summer, so she really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I golfed my personal best, so uh, shot a 38, which we figured out today was. A Probably a 37 because a my, par four was a par five. My app was saying it was a par four yep. and it's in the card said a par five. And I, so I took my original score cause that's what my phone said, mm -hmm. even though I wasn't sure, but yeah. So I uh, won over. So that was pretty exciting. Um, you played that same course today. That's the fantastic. front nine, yes. but just a, the front nine is not terrible. It's not super, super hard. It's not like the back nine. What's the name of the course again? Wallenwood. Not a sponsor. Uh, yeah. Not a sponsor. Hey, that's my so, And I took uh, I took one of my employees from work, and we'll uh, he came with us, and he had a good time. We played a scramble, so uh, my employee's not the best yeah, golfer. I'm not going to lie to you, Jay. That's pretty shitty. Neither is Stephanie. You, you, you take out one of your employees, and then you make him carry your clubs off? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did make him drive his own car. Me and Steph rode together. He probably liked that. I've actually done that for work for like uh, pro am stuff for tournaments for like the drove car. No, caddy. no, I've caddied for RVP and stuff in the past. Like, what's that guy's name from Caddyshack? Like, you did that? No, oh, he was like Happy Gilmore's caddy. He's like, what? What club should I use, yeah. Mister Gilmore? I'm your caddy. I did make the mistake though, on that uh, and <laughs> set the golf clubs down or the bag down and didn't have the stand all the way out and knocked over my boss's bag and That's clubs perfect. flew down. Yeah. Nice job. A little embarrassing. And then you're let go by Friday. I'd like to no, know. No, I'm still there. I'd like I got to, to golf with a pro and stuff. So that's that was cool. cool. I'd like to know your club selection based on what you choose to hit in various situations where sand wedge so all the time. I, I, I have <laughs> I'm a, a three five. wood guy <laughs> in, a, in any particular case. I I'm hitting a five iron to get one, one fifty to one seventy, depending on how well I hit it. Right. And then any particular moment I have a five in my hand, I go, Chris, what are you hitting? Nine. <laughs> You're gonna hit a nine iron here, Chris. You should probably hit driver. Not nine off the deck. Do. 
Hit your driver off the fairway. This is off the tee box. So you, so you went, yeah, you had your employee. You guys went out golfing today. Yeah, I took my employee with me. Yep. Yeah, he actually pulled him and off the job. I site. did. He was already at work. I said, dude, just, just leave. Me is he a here. golfer or was he doing this to appease? No, no. So he loves golf, but he is terrible. Well, uh, I'm like not, my level. Like, I'm not going to say terrible because I'm a natural athlete. athlete. That's he what I'm just, getting at. Uh, right. He's got a really nasty swing that doesn't help. Swings like a hit baseball. it straight. No, he kind of mm. swings like actually he's chopping lumber. Yeah, it's weird. Or logs. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> but we got him swinging. Like I told him, do your best mimic of a baseball swing, and then he started hitting it pretty. Did he step into it and everything? Uh, Rotate hips. No, just no, not with the feet. More so much. like the the line, like gotcha. the path of the club, because he goes like weird and. Well, so. he'd pull back, and then when he'd come to hit, it was yeah. Like wait, it's out. It's crazy out. Way out. It's better to pull back than to pull out. They call it over the top. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. He was pulling out. Yeah, that's for sure. So, (laughs) but it was fun. We we we. So we did a scramble. We shot a thirty nine or a seventy nine today. That's not bad for twelve. Well, it's not. It's not bad for melting down on the last three holes. Two, three holes. Three holes. Like just the heat. So hot. We went bogey, double bogey, bogey. And I thought for sure we were gonna die out there. You're not gonna make the pro am. The turkey vultures were hovering. Around. <laughs> no, we probably won't, and I'm sure Chris Tur- won't be my caddy either. Turkey vultures. <laughs> Wait, they're, they're the ones that eat dead animals, aren't they? Yeah, I got yep. it right. Okay. Yep. I thought you were laughing at me. And ex wives, they do the same thing. <laughs> ah, child support's killer. Well, I'm thinking. I really want to touch on. We talked about this subject a little bit earlier. The news, new in the news. I wanna I wanna get into what's going on, Chris. You wanna segue us? I segued us. You wanna lead us? Sorry. <laughs> it's called a line change. Yeah. I'm segued. Yeah. Well, so that's why he's on the third. That line. line change was like the puck is in our zone and I'm still in their zone and I'm like, <gasps> I'm not getting any further. <gasps> Even if I tried to backjack, it's not happening. So I guess uh It's not really new in the news, but this is something um, that happened a while ago on this day in history. So Thursday, August 26th, um, 19 something or other. This was the first televised major sporting event. Do you guys have any idea on what that might be? It's New York Yankees World Series and it was a no hitter and Joe DiMaggio or uh, Yogi Berra ran out and hugged the pitcher. I'm going to say baseball. Well, because of that very descriptive, <laughs> that awfully accurate. I'm going to say baseball as well. I'm probably wrong. <laughs> Shoot, <laughs> it was baseball actually. Yes. Um. Thanks, Brent. But I think this was well before Joe DiMaggio's time. Um, no, he said Yogi Bear. Yes, Joe oh. DiMaggio's time. Oh, oops. 1939. <laughs> yeah, Joe DiMaggio fought in World War II. Yeah, that's fine. That was like five years later. Uh, well, thirty nine so was like no, no. He fought in World War One. I. No. I thought he said two. No, I said World War Two. Oh, no. anyways, <laughs> yeah. That was, the that first was, televised was sporting event was um, uh, Major League Baseball in August twenty sixth, nineteen thirty nine, um, between the Cincinnati Reds and the Brooklyn Dodgers at a field yeah. in Brooklyn. Not so much the Yankees. Not so much, but I had New York team. Hey, listen, hey, we had baseball. That's all that really matters. I, I knew, we all, I, I we say, all got I, it right. I do think that it was uh, it was baseball. That was oddly act, like that had to have been one of the biggest sports back then because they're the one that took the huge. They were the they only took a massive hit during the war. That's what I'm saying. Like, 
Because then they have. That's when they started. After that is when they started like women's, yeah, yeah. women's league, well, league women's of their own, league of their own. I yeah. love that movie. I do love that. Oh movie. my one of the one of my top most favorite. Yeah, movies. it's it's right up there with Slapshot for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's no crying in baseball. Ball players don't cry. Okay, You're sorry. gonna lose. Nah, You're nah, gonna I'm not, lose. I'm not gonna lie. I wouldn't have Gina Davis on my team. She doesn't want to win. Yeah, but I'd take Madonna. <laughs> oh, yeah, Madonna. <laughs> Hell, even Madonna. back then, I'd take Rosie O'Donnell. Not yeah. that. Oh. <laughs> okay. No, I meant on my team, not oh, like, I, you know, I'm going to definitely sheets. have to edit that out. So that, you don't that, want that. Do you want to write that timestamp? That, that, that legitimately is the first televised thing. It was a baseball game. I, I thought I heard that. Yeah. Well, okay. the first televised Major League Baseball game. Okay. It, um, they came up with the idea because the World's Fair was going out in New York at that time, um, and they wanted to show the power of TV. At the time in New York, um, there were only about 400 TVs in the area. So I remember- it, wasn't a big, uh, it wasn't a big draw, kind of like baseball nowadays. Or but- like NBC today. I've heard my dad tell stories, you know, and my dad was born in 49, and, you know, I'm going to probably be off on the years and that stuff, but my dad told me about when grandpa came home with the first TV for, for the house. It wasn't something that all houses had. No, they most came people, in with a crane. Most people had a radio. Yep. Oh, and my dad, we, my dad did talk about sitting around the radio. Sitting around the listen, radio. Yeah. yeah it was like a to, nice decorative piece of art that yep. sat in your living room and everyone radio sat place, around it. Orson Welles. It had like, <laughs> had like oh, two wow. buttons like, on seriously, it. Seriously. My dad told me about oh, that. Oh yeah. Stuff. Our parents are about the same age. My mom's a couple years younger, but she said, um, that, she watched the space landing or the moon landing. Yep, my dad too. We really did um, on a neighbor's TV yeah. across the street and stuff. So we landed on the moon. I, yeah, I very similar stories. I mean, um, you know, when Kennedy was assassinated too. Another one that was like you allegedly. Were, you went. You. Yeah, you. <laughs> I mean, no doubt he was murdered. Yeah, but he would. You <laughs> he know, did. They went to neighbor's house. You know, you could hear it on the radio, but. Not everybody had a TV. Like, and now we're sitting here. You know, I got four TVs at home. You know, you got five. You got six. Whoa, you whoa, got whoa, two. I don't no, have I'm five. just saying. I have one. Every everybody's everybody has a I TV. Four TVs. You know, it's still lowering so those tournament rates. My God, <laughs> four TVs. I'm not lining your pockets anymore. Yeah, I don't care how much ice yeah. costs. I, I got five TVs and three and three are broke. They're all 13 inches. <laughs> yeah, Phoenix yeah. took them all apart. <laughs> well played. Uh, what else do we have? Um, so not really something new in the news, but along the lines with all of this uh, COVID things and what you know, the new way to work, what everything's going on. There's kind of an interesting small trend that I came across in the wall street journal. Um, and I'll just kind of paraphrase here from the article. These, uh, people who work from work, work from home, have a secret. They have two jobs. When the pandemic freed employees from having to report to the office, some saw an opportunity to double their salary on the slide. Why be good at one job, they thought, when you could be mediocre at two? And I'm sorry, I can't talk. (laughs) So (laughs) You you nailed the sponsor read, though. Uh, I do like the Wall Street Journal. It would be nice if they were a sponsor. Not a sponsor yet? I would say with, you know, you you sent that out this afternoon, and and I read through that thing, is first of all, I don't want to, you know, 
there's good there's good people out there. I'm not trying to throw everybody under this big umbrella, but I'll be honest, employees nowadays are mediocre at best uh, for the most part anyways, and I know people are going to give me a lot of static about this. That's bull crap, Brent. Yeah. Um, anybody, you know, there, there <laughs> can I give you, can I give you a pull quote here quick? Yeah, absolutely. Um, from the article, one of the people that has two jobs, uh, is quoted as saying, am I trying to be like a five-star employee? Not really. I'm just trying to do the job I need to not get fired. Absolutely. So, yes. That's exactly what I'm getting at. And I was noticing this trend through the, the 2000s and, and uh, 2010s that, you know what? I actually, when I, I be in, you know, born in the seventies when I were, I worked harder at Meyer, making sure the, like the shelves were stocked and taking care of customers. I mean, there was days I was absolutely exhausted versus getting a white collar job. Cause you, I felt like that, that reward wasn't ever going to be there. So I was always going to work just hard enough to keep my job. I can see if, if I, if I had those jobs today, I would work 15 hours a week for one, maybe, and maybe 10 hours for another and claim 40 on both. Mm -hmm. Cause you know what? Their expectations have changed too. They allow laziness. What do they claim in the two jobs are obviously one? Well, they gotta be white collar. So you gotta be on a computer. Yeah, it's an office job, work from home. They said it was anywhere from like banking, um, software design, all of that. So customer service. What would the second job be? I feel like customer service would be a little more difficult though, because you have to, you know, like if you're doing what your wife does or, um, you know, the people below her and stuff, working and actually interacting with customers. Yeah. You can't just not do that for four hours and be on the clock like you can. No, but there's a, a lot of people oh, that so just answer the email. So like if that's your job and you were really efficient, you could probably crush out eight hours worth of work at work and probably four and have another four to do another you know, company's. Yeah, I that's totally true. If it's just, emails, if it's just emails, yeah. Like, like Beth. You know, she sits out, you know, she sits at home all day. You know, I say it like that. You know, she wears her comfy pants. She puts on a nice shirt for the, the videos. Office. Yep. She's only you know, videoed waist uh, up. You know, this, this girl, like there will be signs up or if I come around the corner, she didn't get a chance to put a sign up and she will, I, I don't come out and say, Beth, you know, what's going on? You know, <laughs> man, she is on calls. I got to be quiet. I got to be respectful. She does all I'm impressed. Like, and I don't want to say that. I, I don't think she likes it. I think she misses being around the people. Yeah. That's like what Chris you know, was saying last week. Yeah. yeah I wanted to be in the office. Opposed you know, to just missing home. the people. But, uh, you know, I, I seriously could not look at Beth and go, Hey, you know what? Just, just pick up another job. You're going to be okay. You know, I don't think she would have the time, you know, uh, to do it. She's a lot of customer service, like you were saying, mm-hmm. and she has to report directly to a lot of higher uh, people in her position. She doesn't have that leeway to be like half ass. So they're, they're <laughs> what they're, they're getting at is a, a double dipping kind of thing where you're is not, it double you're, dipping not you're not shutting one clock off to go to the other gig that you have going on. Correct. So, you know, in uh, uh, software, um, developer or whatever here. Well, you know that. I know. You know, that's kinda, you yeah. could work, you know, five hours in the morning and, you know, take care of a project or move it along and then go I, but those, work on another project for pay, somebody else and stuff. Don't those pay by the job okay. generally? All right. It's I'm going to say something without saying business names. Okay. And I have done this exact industry. We'll do software as a, as kind of a conversation piece, I guess. I worked since uh, 1998, took some time off, self-employed. And then I went back into the industry about 2009 through 2013. 
the 2013 uh, 10 9 13 era sucked I literally arrogantly was very very good at what I did and I had an employer tell me who are you billing for this and I said <laughs> hey what do you mean who am I billing for this this took two minutes to do I understand if you want to bill 15 minutes quarter hour billings I get this I understand it's just for opening this that's a quarter hour I get it mm-hmm but sales were not what should have been for this company. And he would literally tell me to bill hour, two hour, three hours on a client or a project when it legitimately only took me 15 minutes, half hour max, because I had to have billable hours mm-hmm. to, to, you know, substantiate or, um, uh, kind of say, hey, this is why you have a job here. Right. You know, well, and that's and I garbage. Think um, if you're going to be billing somebody, you know, that's a little bit different than, I'm assuming a lot of these people are salaried, yeah. you know, and they said that they've doubled their income going anywhere from two hundred to $600,000 a year. I mean, if you're salaried, it really isn't hour by hour. Right. You're and you're not rate. reporting out yeah. on your delivery. You have your overall, because I have a salary you position have your performance and stuff. You so have you need what you have to get done and but stuff. But if you meet that in four hours and you go drive an Uber for the other four hours of your eight-hour workday, it's, it's French from what benefits. I've under From what they've talked on this, it's not so much something like that. It would, like me legitimately picking up another full-time job doing the same type yeah. of work that I do now. Okay. The, 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 so, I, like, I'm double-dipping. It's not I like doing a freelance part. work or something, yeah. which you could we're, do. We're not talking working in the no, call center and folding laundry at the same time. Companies. Yeah, you know, you I'd know, have two paychecks coming in doing the same work. We're, we're, I see. We're sitting here at a table, and, you know. The, that's yeah. a conflict of interest. That's uh, that eh, ish. Anyways, <laughs> I, I, I don't, you know what. Oh, poo-poo me. Yeah. I love this conversation. Like, I can feel myself getting agitated. Don't with it care is. about this conversation. <laughs> I I personally um, I don't like or respect white collar work. I I, I I have had a lot of bad luck in it because <laughs> you know Brian. you know what it's all political. It's all bullshit in my world. Pandering. It, it's uh, it's whoever can follow the best gets promoted the most. Yeah. They don't want leaders. They want somebody that's just going to do what they're told. If you want to come in and actually make change, your ass is going to find the door quick. Because guess what? They don't want conflict at the top. They just want you to keep your head down, work hard, and shut your mouth. I despise most white-collar businesses. I have never had good luck in it. And I'm talking going from computer programming and accounting and all this other stuff. When I got fired, and I'll openly admit this, I am very happy this got brought up. I got fired. <laughs> got the finger pointing and all. Watch out, audience. I got fired from my last white-collar job, and I literally went to a farm to shovel shit at basically a quarter of the pay, and my life felt fulfilled at the end of the day. That's more because than you were full did. of shit. No, dude. Dude. Just his boots. See what I did there, guys? You know, it, but people don't understand. Well, that's that's the old saying of like any physical labor, right? Dude, I, I always so feel, rewarded. You feel, always feel more fulfilled. Yeah. You do. And you know what? And people don't respect a guy out there shoveling shit. But guess what? If you don't shovel the shit, it just stacks up to your neck. And then oh, yeah. you're swimming in that's it. That's what was really cool about like dirty jobs. Like going around and showing like how important these Absolutely. really shitty jobs are. It's coming back too. I, yeah. I, I think my white collar taintedness came from... 
you know say what? Taint? Uh, taint. I did say taint. Is I know, I, I feel and know that I was a good hard worker. I put in a lot of time, a lot of hours, asked for a raise, not going to get it. Asked for time off, not going to get it. And then, you know what? Chris, you're going to want to timestamp this. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay. Hold on, I'm because guess hold, what? Hold on. Wait a minute. He's yeah. Everybody starts. Yeah. Everybody documented. Jay not, years is the actual time. Because I do want anybody out there that owns a business to absolutely know this. Take care of your employees. They're the ones that are working for you to make the dollars that you have. But don't tell me I can't have a raise or a day off or an hour off to see my family or go to a funeral so you can go to fucking Europe and go buy a new deck for your house or do a new lawn or put a sprinkling system in. When I'm trying to eat and make you money and make me money, this is why I don't like white collar business. Because guess what? Those bureaucratic bullshit people up top will feed off everybody underneath them for their own personal benefits. Piss off. And that's just how I feel. I've had too many beers. I'm going to go grab another one. Drop the mic. Drop. Somebody sounds a little Marxist this afternoon. Well, actually, I think that's a great segue into... <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. That brings me to my next point. <laughs> a good segue Are we talking into... about the CCP? Let's, the communist got a nice party? line change coming let's, up here, boys. Let's get into the, the meat and potatoes of hockey. <laughs> oh, now I'm leaving. Oh, well, no, we'll wait for you. Yeah, we have some uh, really sad news in the NHL. Um, former NHL player Jimmy Hayes, uh, Jimmy Broadway Hayes, as uh, the boys like to call him from the uh, podcast that he's on, Missing Curfew. Um, he passed away uh, overnight or early in the morning, Monday morning. Um, he leaves behind a wife, a two-year-old and a three-month-old. Uh, Jimmy went to Boston College, and he won a national championship. Um, by all the reports that I've heard or read, rather, um, he uh, was the glue guy in every locker room. He was a little bit of a suitcase to the NHL, and I th- believe he retired in uh, 2018. And then just this past year, um, our fellow podcast, um, Missing Curfew, no affiliation, although <laughs> we are heavily influenced by them. Um, Speak for yourself. So, so, uh, so, so Broadway being being uh, laid to rest. Um, is, is real sad news, and um, my heart's heavy for uh, the wife and and the two kids who are going to have to grow up without a, what sounds like a really great man. Uh, may I ask you, uh, how old was he? Jimmy Jimmy was thirty one years old. Oh, are you kidding me? Yep. Uh, so Jimmy four. was thirty two. It says. Well, thanks, Phoenix. For I just correcting. I just messing with you. <laughs> the report said thirty one. It says he was born in nineteen eighty nine. Oh, November. Yep. So thirty one. I was eighty six. Too yep, young. So thirty one. That's what it comes yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. To. That's young. what I wanted. That's why I looked up because I'm like, Too how young. old was he? Yeah, Too he young. just had a baby not long ago. Like I said, a three month old. And Sunday they had celebrated uh, his two year old son's birthday um and then he kicks the bucket so there there's they weren't playing with fireworks were they the 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 full report has not come out um no that's not too soon i think yeah i think you're okay on that um but yeah it's it's real sad news uh really likable character i listen i know you guys don't listen to podcasts nearly as much as i do but i've i'm gonna name drop none of these guys are a sponsor but i like to listen to absolutely spitting chicklets missing curfew the John Scott podcast and they all have moments. We you know? are, Absolutely. we, we model our show on these shows and they have the, um, 
the the fame and celebrity uh, being former NHL players, lots of deep pockets and money. Yeah, we're but beer leaguers. We're beer leaguers, <laughs> but we bring we bring similar content, and um, a lot, you you'll find overlap in all these shows, including ours. If well, if we, this is in your queue, we steal. I don't want to say steal from them. You listen, and then there's topics of which you hear that are interesting that we talk about. So not a steal, but like an influence, like you yeah, said, like absolutely. an influence, right? M- music influences music. Podcast and yes, podcast. Absolutely. So thank you guys. And we we had great correspondence with these guys too. Um, they went out and said, "Hey, we got this T-shirt. We're going to send. If you're a beer leaguer, let us know. We'll send you a free T-shirt." So I reached out to them. I said, "Hey, we want one of these." And uh, Scotty Upshaw sent me an email personally back, and I thought I was on cloud nine and NHL or oh, former NHL sent me you, an you email. You were like a kid with candy. Yeah. And so and they gave gave us a little postcard, uh, and they all signed it. And then um, they actually uh, retweeted one of our uh, yeah, Twitter just comments. One. Just one. Yeah. But their shirt was Well, that it, was so. the only retweet we've got. That's so. the only one we've got. <laughs> you know, we'll take it. But, uh, yeah, so in closing, I just want to say rest in peace, Jimmy Hayes. Our thoughts and prayers go out to uh, the whole Hayes family um, and everybody here. Which hopefully, respect. Yeah, hopefully uh, they can find comfort and... Uh, get through this tough time and um, my, my heart's heavy for this family. I think all of us are. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, you know, the way the industry goes and, and the things that we do, you know, um, you know, I'm going to take podcasts and just set it on a, a side table for a quick moment. But, but I feel like a lot of us guys that play hockey or you grew up watching baseball or football when you're heroes or your mentors or those that you look up to, you know, something happens and they, they pass away or whatnot. There, there is a little bit of a void there that uh, it takes it takes a minute to fill back in. Um, but uh, these are the people that we look up to in everything that we do, whether whether it's doing podcasts or sports, and you emulate and you want to be at that level. Yeah. So there is definitely a vacancy in the podcast world right yeah. now. It, it's oh. it's really tough. Yeah. I mean, hockey, hockey too. Hockey in general, we all know that you just listen to any of these podcasts, and and you you know as a hockey player, even though we are on a microscopic level compared to their talent personality wise hockey players have the best personalities oh, yeah. and we get each other and the the one-liners and the chirps and the zings are yeah. felt from the nhl absolutely all the way down to mini mites you know and and and, and going back you know we can even go back to a couple of years a year ago i you know don't hold me to the date but uh uh the unfortunate accident with Hamholt. um I sat there and you're talking humble, a uh, humble. Yep. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I just wanted to clarify. Nope. Um, just sitting there. I've been on buses. You've been on buses. Mm-hmm. We've all been on buses. And when boys become men, because they have nobody else to talk to, um, there's a level of emotion there that, uh, people confide in each other. Children. Sometimes you build a lot of chemistry yeah, on those absolutely. road trips. Absolutely. And, uh, makes you a better team. It's magic. It really is. It's something. It, I get chills just even talking mm-hmm. about this because I know you know, Jay knows. Well, just, I know. Chris, you ever been on a bus with a bunch of dudes? <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. Why do you have to set me up like that? <laughs> Jeez. Of course I've been on a bus. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, but it's... it's Asshole. <laughs> I just and you know we're making it. You see, we can have fun with this, but it's transcendent across the board, right? Oh, so, like, 
Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. I mean, I heard that. I don't watch basketball. I don't know anything about basketball, but like I know Kobe. And he, to me, was a good influence to a lot of kids out there, a lot of people. Um, you know, if you knew about Kobe, he did like he gave back to the communities and stuff. He was a pretty good guy, um, a stand-up guy. And uh, I mean, I that day, like you know, like that sucks, right? It's a bummer. Yeah. But a mad, and then there was I saw people who were crying. So yeah, it is. It's just that it's that camaraderie and it's that sport and that that that's your hero or someone you looked up to. And in this situation, I don't know this like not someone yeah. I followed, not someone I really knew. Right. But again, you don't listen to the podcast, you, you right? Don't have you that can connection like still like I do. really feel. I mean, guys, 30, 31 years 31. old. You just gotta think that's about the kids alone. So yeah, you know, I, I think just like, the kids alone that have to grow up without a daddy. I, I think about I the other day I was on my motorcycle with no helmet, and I'm like, or endorsement should probably wear a helmet <laughs> or endorsement. And uh, I'm like, Sorry. gosh, if anything, like little one little anything, and I, anything, and my baby doesn't have a dad anymore. And you I think I was thinking about that, so. It puts some things into perspective, and I don't yeah. do a whole lot of riding much for that reason. A little bit. Well, I mean, I mean five, five, what was it, like five thousand people a year die on a motorcycle. I mean, not that that's crazy high, but that's up there. Yeah, yeah, it's frightening. Yeah, two thousand um, of them shouldn't have a shouldn't have a motorcycle <laughs> to begin with. So, <laughs> so not only not only do we have the passing of Jimmy Hayes, you know, uh, nationwide, but we also have um, somebody uh, locally. That um that uh, was taken too soon. Yeah, absolutely. Um, way too soon. Uh, I'm gonna. I'll I'll take this moment here. Uh, Kyle, Gene, uh, us here over here at Just Chirpin Silver Puck Family. All the you know the tournaments that we run. Uh, we send our love and condolences to you, uh, uh, your mother, uh, Cherry. Uh, your your father, husband was an amazing guy. Uh, the first time that I met uh, David, you know, Mr. David Jean, and I'll say it like that, Mr. David Jean, um, I was in the car ready to leave, ho- uh, leave Hockey Hold'em, if you remember the tornado year. Yeah. And Kyle actually came up to the car and said, I heard you did martial arts and did judo. And I said, yeah, I did that for a lot of years. And he was like, my dad did too. Would you like to talk to him? And... Uh, we found out we had the same sunset. Oh my. And we probably shared the same dojo uh, through the years and didn't even know it. How about that? And uh, from there, uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Dean uh, was always a welcome person at the events. I knew uh, that he uh, had cancer, I, I believe, and I will say it's pancreatic cancer. Yeah. And Man. he would always, uh, I, I don't want to say be in the background, but he just watched over everything like, like a mentor would. Um, he loved watching Kyle, and I guess I'm giving you this shout-out because not a lot of people know what makes Beer League special for me. It's the stories, not the games. Um, and to watch your father watch you at all these events, especially this last summer, um, watching him directly behind the goal while you were playing in the taxi squad bracket. That's a man that loved, supported, and was going to be there for you. Um, 
I've had a few beers with the guy, you know, a few pops, whatever you want to call it. Uh, always a great conversation. Uh, I was asked why, you know, social media wise, I'll put this out there too. A lot of people said, uh, I say a lot, you know, handful. Why'd you put Mr. in front of his name? Um, if you share a dojo, that's an elder and that's somebody you respect. Um, and that is somebody that I truly respect through the conversations that I had, open-minded, caring, loving, uh, I wish Kyle and his family the absolute most during this time. And uh, I know I'm going to miss him because he was there. He would he would never say a word when he came into the rink, but he was always there. You would have to seek him out, you know, mm-hmm. just kind of like, like an overseer. Just the silent in the corner, yep. but watching and taking everything and, in. Uh, very much respect. Um, and I know that he battled for quite some time. And I guess the only thing I really want to say at this time is, you know what, uh, Mr. Gene, I, I hope you're resting. The fight's over. And uh, with much love and respect, um, I'm going to look over your boy. Yeah. I want to, you know, Maybe I can be a mentor to him. You know, I got a couple of years on you, Kyle. You're going to have to deal with it if you're listening. Um, but um, that guy understood it. He got it. And, and I do. There's a lot of respect there. Um, great, great hockey dad. Great hockey yep. dad. I mean, I heard stories, uh, a lot of people talking about uh, they'd come to the rink and they didn't know who he was, but he was always there. Who was who the guy sitting on the corner of the bench that's not yeah. saying anything? Oh, that's Kyle's dad. Yep. You know, uh, so, I no, had some, very, some good interactions very, with him as well. Absolutely very lucky to, first of all, meet Kyle. I'll say that. Yeah. And he came later in the fold. He did. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, he got out of hockey for a little while, 17 years. Yeah. And then this new person comes in and like, who the hell is this kid? You know, (laughs) little did we know he was a a very, and a fantastic goalie. Absolutely. Very talented. You know, uh, and, uh, locker room, everything. Um, he's one of those guys that you can just sit and talk with and then uh, have the privilege of, uh, getting to know his, uh, his, uh, mom and dad. Yeah, uh, it's seriously. Yeah, uh, like you nothing, said, though, for sure. Nothing but love. Rest in peace, and and mm-hmm. we hope that just like Jimmy's family, that absolutely the, uh, the Gene family finds um, a little solace comfort. and comfort yep. in this tough time. It will never go away, but God willing, the days get a little bit easier down the road. Absolutely, you know, uh, you know, to wrap this up. And, and, and I, I, you know, maybe I shouldn't mention it, but I will mention it. As I watched that final game, uh, championship game, I saw uh, Mr. Gene uh, behind the net, and I took pictures from above. That's awesome. And then when I went down, and Kyle, Kyle did win, and I was on the ice, and I did. I looked at the glass, and I was like, you need to come on the ice. I was not going to miss this moment. Yeah. I know how hard he's been fighting, and, and I wanted that moment. And you of, caught it just in the neck of time. Yes. So these Absolutely. are going to be some great photos. Were those the photos that he shared yes. today? Yes. Okay, cool. Because yes. I, I wondered. I'm like, man, is that – when was that from? And so yeah. cool. I'm glad you Nobody was on the ice. Uh, I took a look over, and I saw his dad on the other side of the glass, and I was like, No. This Come is on. this does not how this is not how this ends. Well, that's a good testament to you know, who you are, too, man. And we've been is, we preach that every you know we, like you when know, we weren't here. It meant today. a lot, you know. It did. It meant a lot, you know. And to have him stand there with his son, and you know, awesome. uh, you know, Jay, you could get this. 
You know, you you, you sit there with your dad. Stefan, mm-hmm. I would love to have you know pictures with my dad. Dude, doing my dad, something. my dad came to a men's league game, you know? and I think that was like he was oh, so embarrassed and I, left. I could, <laughs> I could count. I think at that point, I could kind, I could kindly say. I can count on two hands how many times <laughs> no, my dad has come to a game. Yeah. <laughs> my dad gave up after high school. You know what? The, it's funny that you say say that. I know we're going to be moving on to the next topic here real quick, but you talk about fathers. It's like my dad was super supportive of everything that I ever did, but my dad didn't know soccer because, you know, soccer was a different kind of thing. And I will say this on tape, so it's recorded. Probably the most special moment I ever had was my dad showed up at Ferris State University when I was playing a game, and I didn't expect him to be there. He was, like, not even in the stands. He was on the other side, you know, kind of like. I'm here, but I'm not. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And uh, that game got done. We uh, we, we won. I don't remember what it was. But, like, he didn't, my dad didn't give a shit. So he he starts walking down the field, right? (laughs) It's just like, it's over. That's my boy. And he said, holy smokes, I wish I watched this more. You're really fucking good. Timestamp that Time one. Timestamp that one. Right. But, you know, but it meant, it, 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 it was like, holy smokes, you know, like my dad, uh, it made, it really made uh, a moment there in my senior year. You know, moms, dads, you do a lot for us. Yeah. You know, even when we're older, man. Yeah. It doesn't go not I'd be tickled unnoticed. pink if my dad showed up to um, a silver puck or a hockey hold'em. I, I really would. Why would you want to embarrass your dad like that? I've seen you play. <laughs> <laughs> Fair Skin. point. Fair point. At least we can we can end it on a laugh. Yeah, end it on a laugh. Yeah. Well, we can get into more laughs talking Uh-oh. about this. Oh, this is a shit show. Talking about this uh, advertisement thing on jerseys. Fill yes, us in. Fill we us have in. Uh, just chirping jerseys that we're selling advertisements for. <laughs> yes, we're gonna put just Actually, chirping. We can probably on, do that soon. Who wants a spot on? We us? can put the uh, the just chirping logo on every uh, men's league sweater that Brent sells. You know what? For an additional $10. You know what? Thanks. Anybody who's listening, you know what? I'll put this out there. Not a sponsor yet. For those that know me, I do jerseys. If ever anybody wants to throw us a hundred bucks. Just a hundred bucks. A hundred well, bucks. Pocket change for you let's, rich folks. let's do a just chirping jersey and make that look like Euro soccer. Oh, oh yeah. That'd be cool. You know what I mean? I will rock that thing. Yep. I don't care if you work at Sensations, Velvet Touch, oh or wherever. Gosh. Let's rock it. Oh, it's going to look Detroit. Are they all closed? <laughs> oh, yeah, COVID year got them. Oh, it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna look like a 1989 Chevy Beretta with bumper stickers all over the back of it. Oh, dude, let's do it. I I I, I hear what you're saying. Personally, I was irritated, pissed. I was like, what do you mean? You took the, the, the Red Wing wheel off the helmet for some bank? Uh, Bell Tire well, or a bank. I think yeah. we need to uh, you know, let was... the listeners know what oh, yeah. we're you actually guys talking about. Yeah, yeah, well, so what we're talking about here is in the 2021, 20, uh, or excuse me, the 2021-2022 uh, yeah, season. Mm-hmm. I beg your pardon, 2022-23. Either way, not this season, but next season. Uh, it starts in 2021. They're, they're going to throw a three and a half by three inch uh, uh, pack logo on every jersey. It's about the half, so, like size of a half a dollar bill. Basically what you would see at a Griffins game or an a- AHL game. Um, it started with the, the logos on the helmets for revenue during the COVID year. Hey, we get that, right? Yep. We thought that was going to be temporarily 
you know, just to get revenue. When you watch a hockey game on TV, the holograms all over the ice. I mean, they've got the back of the net glass sold. It, they're, you know, it, it looks like a NASCAR it's out there. everywhere. So now they're talking jerseys. I want to know, okay, Batman, jerseys. Oh, first, helmets. Okay. Let's go back to putting the, the team logo back on the helmet. No, 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 no. There's We got a million dollars wrapped up into that. Oh, okay. Let's sell the lapel. Okay, let's do that. What's next? We're going to sell the back of the collar. Oh, Before you know it, there's going to be a tramp stamp on the back of absolutely. every freaking jersey. With, with the last name gets replaced with a yeah with a logo. Yeah, it, it, it's going to look horrible. That is you take one away. of the things. You know, I picked on soccer, but I think hockey took it to the next level in the Euro style because there was one sponsor on soccer. Well, that was the thing that threw me off with soccer was that it wasn't the the team crest on the front. Never had the, you know, you're right. It was Ameritrade or, you know, Chemical Bank or something right across the front. So what team is this? Their logo is on the shoulder. Yep. I I, I do. I I totally feel that. They're going to sell every stitch of free space on the hockey pants, the socks. Before you know it, they're going to put stickers on the toes of the skates. Do you have something to say, Jay? Or sorry. Make... I'm sorry, Jay. No, he's no you're fine. I was going to make a chirp, but then my I accidentally yanked the cord out, and I couldn't hear myself, so then I didn't know if I was actually being spo- <laughs> speaking, so then I stopped, and then I missed my opportunity because you guys kept going. So, so you pulled okay. the cord out of your headset, no, and I, you were worried that your microphone wasn't I didn't know what out. happened. I just couldn't hear myself anymore. I realized <laughs> I, that Honest was, mistake has happened to the best of us. I am bothered by... Um, you know, and I, I do like I, corporatism. I, yeah, I do. You know, I, we covered this earlier. <laughs> let's go, let's um, focus on the, like the, the standard and how nice everything looked with the yes, uniform clean. And we clean. did, they, they didn't sell out. It wasn't like, um, major league baseball, basketball, football, you know, Europe, soccer and hockey are, it seriously looks like NASCAR. Look at those jerseys in those leagues. Yeah. I am sorry. When when I know the Detroit Red, Red Wings are going to hit the ice, I'm not going to lie. I want to see that red. You know what it looks like. Yeah. I want that red. I want that white. I want that, you know. You know yes. what I mean? I want to see, who, like, my hometown. You know, uh, you know. I don't want to say timestamp again, but screw. Oh, here we go. You know, but, but screw all you uh, all you people that have thick pockets and aren't taking care of people under you you know it's it's i don't want to see a bell tire i don't want to see franklin i don't want to see pepsi i don't want to right. see coke i want to see you've got the boards around the rink absolutely all that stuff. Yep. let the jerseys be pure put the holograms up who cares yep. increase the prices on minimal space yeah yeah, charge more for uh, tickets. Absolutely. No. <laughs> yeah. Ticket. Okay. I just well, punched, that's I'm what I was going to ask. You know, that's coming. I, right. I was, was coming, just yeah. going to ask you guys: Would you rather have increased tickets and, um, you know, to, to be? I don't want increased tickets. Well, no, I'm saying like because because what they need the money yeah, to the continue. Revenue. They, they do. do. They need the money. So Absolutely. where do at what at what cost? Right. Okay. Fine. We get it. We we gave away a four by four space on our jersey. It sucks to I, the people who like to see just the. the I'm gonna logo. say two things, and then we, uh, you know, you, we you can argue with me. You know, when you're already charging eighty bucks a ticket, you think I'm gonna lose my mind at ninety or eighty five? Yeah, once no, you get I'm, north uh, of yeah, fifty, yeah, yeah, I'm already there. I'm already paying it. Yeah. Um, I don't want a spot. I guess this is me with designing jerseys and being kind of an old school purist of things. When I look at a jersey, those spots are saved for like 
uh, all-star games or, or special achievements or remembrance. And those are spots that are not supposed to be given away to to say, hey, guess what? Coke's sponsoring us. I could give a shit less if Coke wants to put their name on there. I don't even drink Coke. It's just going to look tacky. It does. It's, it looks tacky. It, looks it doesn't tacky look to me. nice. It doesn't look clean. You look at any AHL team, and they have the helmet stickers that are for whatever local bank is sponsoring the team. Yep. And they've got the, you know, in Grand Rapids, you got the Amway or the Meyer logo on the I'll on see the at chest. the lower levels. Awesome. Because they gain your revenue. Yeah, the NHL is there, a... There's some budget things that have to be worked right. through. And I get that. You know, it's like, hey, we're a small, a small city. Stop play, paying the players so much. That's what I was going to well, say, Well, that's too. not going to go away. If We know that's not going to go away. No, the, but that'd be... I mean, honestly, who needs... Who needs $9 million a year to play the, a game? Let's talk he, about the owners. The owners and the revenue they make out of the bar and uh, on ticket prices. Those are the, the a-holes that should be taking a hit more yeah. than You guys want to rebond, rewind 20 rich. minutes to my timestamp? <laughs> Do we need to make another timestamp? Uh, no, 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 no. Well, the timestamp of F the white collar. Oh, yeah. yeah. These guys are stealing. They're rolling in it. They're stealing away from me. I I guess like in this time of huge salaries, I will say um, uh, McKenna, I think it was, sacrificed his salary for the betterment of the team. Crosby is taking a hometown discount. He needs to take years. a hometown discount because he's garbage. Ovechkin's <laughs> taking a hometown Steals. discount, and he's yeah, out but, of Russia. Yeah. Hey, Ovechkin, you're not garbage. You're just getting old. <laughs> anyway. I'm, I'm just saying, like, there should be a cap for all professional sports. No. Everyone gets paid. You know, I don't want to say the same, but, like, no, and, and I would say or X amount of dollars have to be donated back to programs that help kids, you know, you know, get like kids who can't play sports or I can't get totally into hockey because be it's so expensive. That. You know, I, I totally yeah. would. I just think the owners could could get away with making less. That's all. Well, the saying, owner is the owner. You can't you can't get mad at a businessman. I'm not saying bleed no, for dry. making money, but, but what I'm saying but you're is you're gonna get yeah. mad at a yeah. person that's actually going out there and contracting their work. Taking it, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm not getting mad at him. So hang no, on, I'm, I'm getting mad. I know. Let me say one thing here: the money. If you've got an owner that sits there and makes $100 million a year and he's pissed off because he didn't make 105, that's a character thing. You know, seriously. Exactly. No, but that you business know, owner has, if he's owns, if you, it, listen, yeah. if you own a team, you got about 50 other businesses. Sometimes yeah, the money from one funds another. That. You know what I mean? That's a business thing. But a guy who, to play a game, to play a game, and don't get me wrong, they're freaking good, but you're playing a game. Yes. You get paid nine million dollars a year. All right. So now let me put this in perspective. Let you know from my standpoint. If you got somebody like a Sid Crosby, uh, a Vetchkin, we'll just say that because we've already talked about them. If you don't have those names, how do those seats sit? Fairly you empty. you have to if you've got the marquee player. You know what? That name, when it comes in that thing, that's why I'm buying a ticket. I bought a ticket to CC. Right, but why does he I, need $9 million? Just because he's good, why, why does, does he need a business need owner need $100 million? There you go. But again, if you're if you're Thank a business you. builder, you're not making $100 million off a team. I'll guarantee you that. His, the player's putting his body on the There's line. There's liability. There's you got to run this, the rink. You got to you own all of that. You got to pay No, you don't. Employees. The city owns it. <laughs> they don't own the uh, yes, They get no. a good yes tax. Yes and no. So it depends on the thing. <laughs> right, right, right. But, 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 but if you have a, uh, uh, an organization 
and this guy's gonna he has the investment so if he has the investment he carries the risk right that's what okay. i'm saying um but with that being said when you know you're the stud on the block sergey fedorov right steve eiserman because i'm old i'm gonna say these names that that arena does not get filled even in poor years poor performance years without marquee names those guys need to be paid appropriately and that owner needs a sacrifice payment because if they go away, they get traded, they get hurt, they pass, whatever, pass away or whatever, that's income loss because now there's no reason to go to the rink. Well, yeah, and I get that hierarchy. Like, okay, so a guy who sucks should get paid less than a guy who's better. But yeah. there should be a cap. I would say, put there it this way, cap. if you gave $1 million, if every player in the league who was making over $5 million, or let's just say over $3 million, Okay sacrificed a million, right? And everybody all the way up sacrificed. Yeah. Now I get a million's a lot, but it's this is just an example. Sacrifice a million. How much money do you think that would generate? En- enough to get sponsorship off the jerseys. <laughs> or also, but again, like You're with, right, with though. taking that You're money absolutely right. and putting it into kids who can't afford to play hockey because they don't have the money. Like how much hey, more? Hey, you know what, Jay? We want to give you a $6 million contract. But you know what? We're going to give you $3 million in your pocket, and the other three is going back to building our city back, giving those kids programs. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Yes. I, I think that's... You know what I mean? I'd say get bent. I need all the money I can get. Just imagine... I'm just saying, for <laughs> a sport, for a doctors who save lives, don't touch a million dollars. Right, but we pay... Ad, now, no, ad a doctor who changes boobies and makes them bigger, and you know he's making a million dollars, but I'm just saying... That it, he right. makes a lot of people it's smile. The, the hierarchy is... <laughs> It's all about no, the smiles. It's, it's 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 a weird business. It's I get it. I understand it. You know. Yeah. Hey, Jay. You, you know, you go to work every day. Do you hear applause? Do people come watch well, you? That's work? what I'm saying. No, and for the money, and I'm. You know what I'm kind of getting building at. homes, but now now I don't want to take away from the hockey player. The, dude, you're beating your body up, and you it does take Absolutely. it takes year round work. I mean, don't get me wrong. You don't. I don't. I don't think in my head that all you do is go show up on game day no, i know this is right, i know right. this is a it's we eight to ten that. hour day job every day of the week you're training i get it i'm just saying if someone told you right now brent that you could be granted the skills to play hockey but you were only going to make a million dollars play I, professional hockey but you were only going to make a million a year would you do it fuck yeah no, because you love the game i do it for 30 grand yeah. a year I was gonna that's say, what i'm saying so if why the, if the girlfriends wanted me to step in for just two shifts so if you would do it for that much <laughs> free i'm your guy i'll take that 30 dollar paycheck <laughs> that's what i'm guy. saying if you would do that if you would the, i know most all of them would so if there was some kind of cap and use the rest of the money to go back to this donation. I think it would be really interesting. Sponsors. Really interesting if we could ever know the truth. I don't think we ever will. How did it get like that? You know, it's like these guys, I'm I don't have names. I don't whatever. Say you got a guy out there making thirty million dollars a year. I don't know if that's how it works, but the highest paid this year is thirteen million. Okay, so thirteen for million. hockey. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so yeah. so so Jay you are going to make $13 million a year to play hockey. I would be interested to understand if somebody asked you is like, do you actually love this game or are you just good at it? Right. You know what I mean? Right. 13 million. That's what I'm saying. Love? Where's you know, the love come back in? You know, it's all about the money and these players. I'm not going to lie. 
a lot of them in all sports, not just hockey, are all about the money. Yes, and it's sad. There's no more loyalty it's, if you offer me a little nope. bit more dough. You know what I mean? It's, hey, I'll go somewhere else. Yeah, I'll play for right. Calgary what, what for 500000 yeah. Just well, let you know, Calgary, what happened I'm available. To, like fighting <laughs> for your team and not taking more money because you're willing to you know, play for that. I'm going to be 47 this year. <laughs> but we could, listen, we could go on and on about that. Let's let's get up. Let's hit up this hockey hold'em. I want to know how the oh, weekend went. How many of those guys made? Millions of dollars no, playing no. this weekend. Other than than the owner of the tournament, the I bet you though the, the team chips and I made a million TVs. dollars this year. The hey. team the team holding <laughs> up that trophy probably felt like a million yes. bucks. Yes, I will say this. Like I, you know, earlier I said, man, great weekend. Um, I posted everything. I made everything public, and a Sunday morning, and um, I don't want to jump that far ahead. Uh, Friday and Saturday, the people, amazing. Um, Adam Lucier, uh, taco bar, feeding Tacos. people. Um, I would go outside and I would literally see people talking to people who would never talked before. Um, hey, you need a pop? You want something to eat? What do you do? What do you do for work? What's your family like? Uh, just community, 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 community. It That's was the best thing about it this seriously tournament. was really cool. Um, to see the amount of community involvement this year over years past. And that, I, I will say that. Jay, you were up there for a little bit. And then when I came around the corner, you were talking to people. I didn't even, it's like, yeah. you don't even know these guys. Yeah. So I, I Jay was working the room. I didn't play. Uh, there was some uh, scheduling things that yeah. messed up and then didn't happen. So it, it, whatever, it is what it is. Uh, I took my Harley up there for the you day. visited. Yeah, I visited. Yeah. I hung out with the boys. Had some beers, uh, so there was some other bike enthusiasts there, and uh, I caught, got myself caught up talking uh, bike talk. In fact, this. it's funny. It was that embarrassing moment. Someone had asked me if my bike was carbureted or EFI, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's carbureted, but I don't know a whole lot about this bike because I inherited it from a friend, and I'm not really big into road bikes, So, but I have one, and I have been getting into it because of that, but... Uh, he he's I later talked to him and he's like no it's EFI and I was like oh and oh, he's no, like no. it says it he goes it says it, it have a carburetor he literally goes it says it right here and I was like <laughs> oh. oh so small but it was Brad so pff, whatever come on he's a cool guy he's got some really nice bikes by the way but yeah really does. Um, the camaraderie was really up there so the cool thing when I was there is like people were talking about their uh their chips and like where they thought the cap would be at to make the you know it's just cut for some right right because I got there in the middle of the day you know it was like what yeah, things were starting to get yeah, set so you, you, people you the final it, games were starting yeah, you know? the last game of Saturday yeah. coming up so yeah so that. people were uh they were getting excited and that really got me excited and also made me mad that I didn't play but um or I couldn't play but it uh it it was cool it was a cool thing and uh, I talked to you you seemed in way better spirits than years past then well just like i think hold'em is like, <laughs> like a lot seriously. of stress it is a very stressful and There's you've had goes you've, into it. you've had an even and even deeks and dangles because the ice is always constantly up an issue and frustration yeah, but that's for sure hold'em is nice because you get the break and then we got another break so you know that it's just this one-off weekend you were in good spirits uh you know i got to talk to you for a few minutes but like automatically could tell that you were just oh, I in was, a better frame of mind i was a totally different animal this weekend like um, the code, like I say, the code works, you know, and I, I sit here and do things and you always want to try to do something to tweak it, make it better. Or you find an error, or, you know, you don't know what's going to happen when other people use your shit. 
That's just the truth. That's how it goes. You know, and I was like sitting there. I was like, holy smokes. I just made it through 24 hours and everything's working. You Not know? one email. And, yeah, seven, seven years later, I nailed it. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> it only took seven years. You know, uh, but like I say, you change things. Well, seven attempts. I mean, not seven years. Seven, you do it once a year. So you seven know, attempts. Seven attempts. It's really not that much when you think about it. Um, yeah, that's true. People um, that I never would have expected just talking to people, you know, getting to know them. It was like you could see the breakdown um, and, and a, po- a positive breakdown. I mean, I played against you. What was your name? Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. You, what you, were you wearing out there? Oh, yeah. I recognize. Well, you. that's yeah. the design it of that was, tournament. It is. It is meant to get everybody to know everybody. In fact, it's, it's a fantastic design. It really is. It's a cool you. idea. It's fun. Everyone I ever tell about it is like, they think it's cool as heck because you don't have to have the stress of a team and finding a team and oh, pulling a team because captains, you can't make a team. And you know what? Show. You just yeah. show up. You play with everyone. It's a blast. You all drink. Cause yeah, you know, at like hockey hold them, uh, or sorry, not hockey hold them at silver puck and even a little bit of Deeks and dangles. That's know, competitive. It's well, it's competitive, but you They're always, but. you always find you typically hanging out with your team. Yes. And so you don't get to know anybody new. And, and in fact, you might even start these mini rivalries with people you don't like. Now what do we know about rivalries. BLB. So hold them is nice because <laughs> said with love. you get to, you get to meet all these cool people. Then when you see them on the ice and say a hockey uh, or a, uh, a silver puck tournament instead of being like f that guy is a dink he might be a dink on the ice but you got to actually meet him out in the parking lot this time how many guys do you know if you're a hockey player oh you know there's guys you love in the parking lot but you freaking hate them on the ice you know and so that's what i really like about holdem and what it does for the hockey community of which you run with the tournaments and stuff is it brings everyone together in the way that you couldn't even hoped. I bet when you built it, it probably it was a cool idea, and maybe you thought cool that would idea. work. But and and the whole idea actually started with you know yeah hey hey not a sponsor yet go look at hockeyholdem.com. <laughs> you know you get an idea of what we're talking about. But the really you want to know how hockey holdem started is I was trying to develop a salary cap system, and my dad developed a, or made a trophy back in two thousand four, and it got to a point where I was like my dad's like. This has been in my garage for so long. I don't even play hockey. You want me to dump this shit or what? <laughs> and I was like, well, no, 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 dad, pull the brakes. I think I got an idea. And he, my, my dad deciding to. Oh, that toss. just takes you to your website. Yeah, that's, oh, I'm man. saying. Well, if you, Hockeyholdem.com could be a sponsor for a hundred bucks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was like my dad almost threatening to throw the trophy away that he built me inspired me to like force the salary cap. I don't want to say it like that, but apply the salary cap, introduce the salary cap and try something new and give me a reason to test it. Being a programmer, computer guy, it gave me kind of a, like a room to play in a sandbox. It's a, it's a really cool. It really is a cool concept. I don't think not having the background you have, which is probably why we've never seen a tournament like this in history. I think it was kind of like the bubbly cocktail of, you know, creating the greatest drink ever you know well yeah when you go from the silver puck just show up with a team and then hey wait a minute things aren't really working out there's a lot of people that are upset with losing on friday and things aren't working how can we you gotta change the playing it field? well you gotta keep changing and then you introduce the salary cap and yeah. that works and then it's like hey i got i've got all these people what if 
we just made it random every time they played. But a you game. have to have the skills to be able to do that computer wise, yeah, and oh, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like yeah. it was almost like yeah. destiny, you know, that that fell into your hands Lucky. with the with call the luck with the career. <laughs> call it luck. Well, I like well, to call it well luck. I guess. takes a lot yeah. of things to fall in place it the did. right way yeah. for that to happen. It did, and and you know, um, a great weekend, everybody. Um, I will say this, you know, I personally gambled good. And so this is where the problem comes in. You know, Brent's going to stack it. You know, uh, I get a lot of those messages and I went to uh, a few of the better players on uh, Saturday night and I said, you know what? You're on the other team. Nobody's going to tell me I'm stacking anything. You know, I use my salary cap. I have multiple people helping me. You have build a, these you teams. have a handful of people that yep. are overseeing the yep. way the roster. It's not just out. me. Yep. And uh, uh, Sunday morning we woke up and I know my locker room was like, we're screwed. Then I hear the other locker rooms like, we're screwed. You know, and that's good. I'm like, okay, you know, that's we'll good. See what's going to happen here. I guess, you know, maybe I nailed it. And then, uh, you know, I will say apparently because I left early, some people had more fun than others. Yeah. And they had a later Saturday night than a lot of other people's, and I made the team, and we did win eight to three. Um, yeah, well, you know, there's there's a good four or five goals I could take right off the table because there's no way, there's no way if everybody's feeling good that it doesn't happen that way. And there, that's and there's no way. That's the human aspect. Yeah, of that's the, the human side well, of it. Yeah, because a lot of times Saturday night, how many people have we heard a little of? tuned up? Teams yeah. drunk as heck. It yep. makes it to the finals that play like crap. Yeah, it happens. It does. It's part so of the. Hey, it's part of the. It's part of the show. It was a. Yep. It was an absolute great, great weekend. Um, there's two things that I do want to say and highlight. I guess. Uh, first of all, I would like to welcome uh, Josh, aka Doc. Oh, Vance, I never heard of her. To the uh, All Around Champions Club of the AEA, he is the ninth official member. And uh, he did this after multiple attempts. So, Doc, we'd like to say congratulations. I did that one off memory, boys. <laughs> and then uh, uh, something very special to me, I had lunch with him today, is uh, Luke Yankman. Uh, I played hockey with Luke for uh, 20 years. And uh, going into Sunday, uh, you know what, Luke's, Luke's over o- over the 30 and a half mark, um, which most of our team was. We were a little bit older on our side. But uh, it took 20 years for me to actually win a title with Luke. Hmm. And uh, Luke uh, won his second title at Hockey Hold'em. And it was an absolute blast being able to share um, his send-off because he is uh, heading out to California and starting a new chapter in his life for a little while. See how it goes. And California. Why would you want to move no to that hellhole? Hey, you know what? California. As long as Luke's happy, I'm gonna I'm gonna support I'm him. Hoping it's not the cities. But no, he, he's gonna live on the street. He's kind of a hippie. Yeah, he's gonna be like Miley Crew. Yeah, he oh, looks wow. like like giant Jesus. So he does actually <laughs> a little bit. He's, he's got the he, long. He's hair. big for Jesus, but yeah, his hair's got it. <laughs> a little big for Jesus. Yeah, he's definitely not a carpenter. It was a lot of fun. I think our our team came in there ready to play, and then uh, we heard a few of their pieces. Enjoyed four thirty in the morning a little more than us. So <laughs> well, we're, we're definitely gonna miss Luke. 
He's gonna um, hopefully he'll come back. Because as a I know he's coming back for Silver Fox. He's on everybody's uh, call list. He is actually for years. So it's, gonna be t- it's gonna be like remapping. Like, oh, I can't call Luke because yep. he's gonna be like, dude, I'm in California. You know as well as I do. You're like, hey, I need a goalie. I who do I, I call? Think a, a, you call. Yep. You know, I think it was a Luke always a lot. Luke. Yep. Yep. He Luke. really made himself a part of the community. Absolutely. You know. Yep. Yep. But, I do have to say one one thing on hockey holdem. I was sorely oh boy, disappointed. Here we go. Sorely disappointed. Extremely disappointed. He ran out of pops. I was sitting <laughs> in that parking lot, like right outside the back door, the entire day. Yeah. And not one person came up and asked for an autograph from this <laughs> chirping. Not one. Jay, did anybody ask you for an autograph um, in I the parking get, lot? I Brent, I, nobody wants no, your autograph. No, no, no. And Chris, well, you couldn't even grace us with your presence. I was busy hanging out with your wife. Well, you could have brought the bra. Oh, no, 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 no. I think Chris fulfilled his job perfectly. Well, when Janelle came to get Case on Saturday night, she had dropped him off first. I'm like, dude, why didn't you come out? You could have hung out and rode home with me. That was one of the funnier things. I came outside and it was like 11, 30, 12. And I was like, oh, my God. Stefan, where's your where's your boy? Oh shoot! That <laughs> <laughs> no, was a great weekend. It was pull an awesome tabs. weekend. Very blessed. He's inside pull tabs. Pull yep. tab. Yeah, they, they, what they need is a pull tab machine. He'd be rolling do. in it. Uh, absolutely blessed to have the community around me. Uh, shout out to um, the uh, officials that worked this weekend with Kurt Romero, Kazi uh, Cosgrove. And uh, Dan Witowski, Josie Sunberg, thank you so much for uh, working the the uh, score table for us. Everybody that chipped in, helped out, Patterson Ice Center, all our sponsors. I have to tell uh, you, that was one hell of an officiating crew you had there. Oh, it they was did a, a great good, job. Good, good I, crew. I would, I would take that crew any day, hands down, all the time. Great job. They did a fantastic job. Thirteen hundred dollars in prizes, you know. Um, it was a good poll. It was a good a good time. So with that yeah. being said, I'm going to wrap up the the hockey holding portion and say, you know, we're getting ready for Deeks and Dangles at uh, for the kid uh, for the kids ice center, and uh, we're getting ready for winter now. So, oh, uh, that sucks. I know it's sad to say, but this was my last summer my last summer tournament. So here we're we get, go. Getting ready. We still have some time in yep. between. Heading but. to 2022. We'd like to thank you for listening. Check out our website, justchirpin.com. Give us a like. Follow and subscribe. Say hi to our sponsors for us. And we'll see you at the rink. Make good choices, everyone. Welcome to the show. It's called Chirpin', you. And Chirpin's what we do. And if you play a little bit of hockey... Then I'm sure you'll be chirping too. So pull up a chair and grab a brew and listen to chirping.